Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am Seven Rosa Six, and I am the DM of Seventh Roll. And today, I am going to introduce you guys to another new series that we are going to start on the channel. So, as you might have noticed from the title and the thumbnail and whatnot, um, this is going to be our newest tabletop RPG series following things like the King series, uh, which is now finished, the Frozen Palace, and A Village in Howl's. Um, what you might have also noticed, however, is that this one is going to be slightly different to the other ones. So, as you might have noticed, this is not going to be a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. This is actually going to be a Savage Worlds Deadlands The Weird West campaign. So this is going to be using the Deadlands The Weird West system, which is accompanied by, uh, or which is based on, I should say, the Savage Worlds Adventurers Edition. And we've decided that we're going to switch it up a little bit because we don't want to just stick to Dungeons and Dragons. I have five players who wanted to join in this, and we're going to have some fun with this, hopefully. We'll see. The second thing that I also want to mention, and one of the things that you will notice very early on, is that this is not going to be like the other campaigns in another way, or the other stories in another way. Specifically, every single one of the other stories, the King series, uh, the Frozen Palace, all of them were uh, one-shots, were meant to be stories played in a single session. Uh, the King Spy ended up being a lot longer than I expected, but hey, what do you do about it? stuff happens um this however is not meant to be a one shot this is meant to be a longer series which is going to run for a little while uh, we are planning on doing several sessions of this on sunday the first episode is going to come out of the first session and then there's going to be a couple of episodes and then uh, in the meantime, we will be uh, running session two, maybe even session three, and so on and so forth until we finish the story. The reason for that being that I personally feel like you miss out on a portion of Savage Worlds if you don't play the game as more of a mini campaign. Uh, I feel like you miss out on stuff if you, if you play it as a one-shot, personally. Uh, personal opinion and not coming from experience because I don't have that much experience with Savage Worlds, but hey. So that's really the core that you will have to know. Now, of course, some of you are going to be thinking, hey, you know, I don't know how Savage Worlds works and I don't want to buy the uh, the handbook. Um, you know, am I going to understand what's, what's going on? Now, Savage Worlds is relatively intuitive. And at the end of this video, I'm going to give a little bit of a small explanation on how some basic stuff works in this game um and we're very likely also going to go over some rules during the game itself because uh some of the players are playing this for the first time some of the players are playing this for the second time i'm dming this for the second time so you know it's not as if um everybody already knows everything that's going to happen here which is pretty important to know so with that in mind those are really the big changes uh this doesn't mean that we're going to be sticking to savage worlds now permanently this just means that i want to do a little bit different uh, i want to do some different content I, I guess i should say it like that uh, for a little bit so yeah. 
The story itself. So, first of all, one of the things that people uh, might not appreciate is I am not going to be going off of like pure Deadlands lore. You guys know this. Uh, the same thing happened with Munducturia um, and, and Dungeons and Dragons. I don't go off of Forgotten Realms lore. I made my own pantheon there. I did a lot of different stuff. I just don't want to be tied down by another person's lore. I'm going to be using pieces of the lore, like things like Ghost Rock and the fact that it's a Wild West setting, for example. Those things are going to happen. However, I do want to kind of still give it my own spin. So if there are things that are completely against Deadlands lore, well, tough luck. However, the current state of affairs, um, the party of five is going to end up in a small village known as Stonefield. Now, I say a small village. It's not really a small village. It's kind of between a city and a village, you could say. It's big enough where there's a decent amount of people going there to get their glory, make a name for themselves, get a job, stuff like that. It's small enough where it's not, you know, a capital or whatever, and that it's not as memorable. Uh, the reason for that is because in later months slash years, this uh, place has been haunted by uh, dark happenings. Oh boy, someone's not agreeing with this. Um, so because of that, the entire story is going to be playing in the Wild West, but it is going to have a little bit of a darker tone. That's what Deadlands is really made for. The party shows up in the city and they uh, are there uh, on orders of a man called Jason Burns, who is going to lead them in a specific direction. And then from there on out, uh, things will happen totally not related to the darkness of the village because, you know, I, I just said that for funsies. You know, that's the way this works. Uh, but that's really the biggest background that you need to know. Four of the players in character know each other. And then the fifth one kind of drops in and has uh, their own secrets. So that could also be fun. I should also maybe mention that three of the players are veteran of the West, which means that they are a little bit higher level than, their, than the other players. But in return, they have a... A horrible backdraw, um, which we might run into if you can't really figure it out, then you know, leave a comment and I'll uh tell you what, what the problems are with our players. But uh, there are a couple of things that happened during character creation that I'm really excited by because it's going to screw them over so beautifully hard. So, yeah, so that's really how the story works. I don't really think I have to mention much more of that. Um, other than that, uh, the last thing that I, as I said, want to talk about is how does Savage Worlds play? So Savage Worlds doesn't play like your normal run-of-the-mill, you know, roll a d20, add your bonuses. Um, in Savage Worlds, there are two types of characters, wild cards and extras. And the best way to kind of see that is as if you're looking at a play, like a th like theater or an opera or whatever. Um and every play, and technically you can even look at movies and stuff, every play has main characters and um, side characters, characters that aren't, aren't really that important. 
you know, the main character, the antagonists, you know, stuff like that. Those would be the wild cards. And then, for example, you know, the, the king's lackeys, the... Uh, the the innkeeper at the bar you know stuff like that people that have something to do with the story but aren't necessarily like of main importance or aren't like the main villain of the encounter so to speak those would be the extras um the biggest difference really is uh kind of has to do with skills and stuff but the way that this game works is that every single character is one of those two and each character always has uh, specific stats. Uh, there are five stats, strength, agility, smarts, spirit, and vigor, which kind of, you can actually very easily kind of like port to um, their D&D equivalent. Strength is strength, agility is dexterity, vigor is constitution, smarts is intelligence, and then uh, spirit is kind of, I would say even a combination of wisdom and charisma. Um, and each of those stats has a die associated to it. So either D4, D6, D8, D10, or D12, and sometimes with additional bonuses. And then each player, like in Dungeons & Dragons, has proficiencies, or in this case, skills, which are, again, um, tied to a die. And the higher the die, usually the better. Again, tied to a D4, D6, D8, D10, D12. Um, and whenever I ask a, or whenever a character has to roll, a stat or a attribute um which i think is called well, it has to do a trait roll if you want to go over the, everything it has to do a trait roll they roll the die that corresponds to that uh, trait so for example if you have a d8 in vigor and i tell you to do a vigor roll you roll a d8 the fun part is and you just read the number that gets rolled the fun part is in Savage Worlds rolls are open-ended, which means that they can ace. Or the way that I'm going to call it, uh, Savage Worlds works with exploding dice. So that means if you roll the highest number on your die, you get to roll again and add it to the number. Which means if you roll on that vigor roll with a d8, you roll an 8, you get to roll again. Let's say that you roll a 4, 8 plus 4 equals 12. And this loops. So if you roll 8, then another 8, then a 3, you get 8 plus 8 plus 3, 19. So you can go to infinite in theory. Um, and that's kind of the way that we decide um, if you succeed or not, right? If you get a high enough number, you succeed. That's basically the, the same way it always works, but that's the basic system. The difference between wild cards and extras is that when a wild card rolls these kinds of skills, usually they get to add an additional d6, which is called the wild die, and then uh, they roll both of those at the same time. Um, if the d6 aces or, you know, explodes, then they get to roll the d6, right? You kind of have to see this as like two um, separate rolls that are made and you can pick the highest. So let's say that you roll a three on your d8 and then a six and a three on your d6. You get to pick the nine, for example, right? Because six plus three equals nine. And then this is really the way that the entire game works. And then you have things like, you know, everybody can take three points of damage before they're down. You know, those are more specific rules, but that's really the way that most of the game gets played. That's like the real basics, basics. Now, I'm not going to go over the entirety of Savage Worlds in this video because A, I don't have the time, B, I don't feel like it, and C, nobody's interested in it. But if you want to know more about Savage Worlds and uh, maybe even specifically Deadlands, from a rules perspective, there's a lot of good videos on YouTube already about this subject. 
Um, I am very likely not going to be able to do it as well as they are. I might even link one or two in the description so that if there's people who are interested, they can check those out. And if you're not interested and you just want to follow along with our stupidity, then that's completely fine too. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the introduction to Stones and Burns, uh, our new mini campaign in the world of Deadlands. I hope you will enjoy. Uh, if you're going to, if you are going to, if you enjoy this video and if you enjoy the series, please be sure to, you know, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff, because apparently you have to do that to get people to do this. I, I don't know. I don't really want to do this, but whatever. Um... But yeah, you know, that makes it so that we know that we're doing a good job. I hope we're doing a good job. I have legitimately no idea. But anyway, I've been rambling on long enough. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been 7 Draws to 6. Until next time.